You are listening to a best of edition of the Lance Day Radio Network. I had a chance to to bump into my good friend Allison Francis. She's the Chief Diversity Officer of Costco. She's been on the show many times before. Actually, in Huntsville, she was registering her son at at the Oakwood University. I was doing some coverage for the Oakwood Ambassadors. She's a former Lady Ambassador, so we had a fantastic conversation. A lot of nuggets of wisdom coming from from Allison Francis. She's she's a C suite at, at a Fortune ten company. She's uh, a collector of. Jordan's just a, a general boss person to be around and, and a fantastic mentor and leader. You are listening to a best of series only on Lance J plus. Well, think about if you're in college, you go into educational debt, but then you're trying to find money or resources to live. And then you start taking right. out different credit cards. Well, that's going to impact you if you decide to become right. an entrepreneur. And so the biggest challenge for entrepreneurs especially entrepreneurs of color is access to capital right and so then it's like so when I sit there and talk about the whole life cycle from being in elementary school to to then college to post-college where you're trying to sit there and either start your own business or maybe you're trying to get your master's or a terminal degree right then you've just racked up a whole lot of debt so this the, the way that the society is structured is really does not give an advantage to black and brown people. And so that's why having organizations um, like Thurgood or UNCF to really help first-generation students go to college successfully, get a degree without having that debt is so super important. Mm. No, I think that that, that's great. I mean, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking with Allison Francis. She's the chief diversity officer for, for Costco. So she's out in Seattle, I, I talk on this show all the time uh, about my time in Seattle. I spent, I spent two stints out in Seattle. I, I lived in Seattle when I was 25. So uh, I graduated from Oakwood, got a job here in Huntsville. I was making 60 grand a year, which was a ton of money back in, 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 in 2001. Uh, my rent was like $499 a month. So uh, I was kind of balling out, um, went to Seattle, uh, the rent's not the rent's not five hundred dollars in no, Seattle, so I found out all. very quick. Um, you know, I was thinking that I'd be able to get a nice place downtown, like Fraser, and uh, you know, ended out in, in the Tuckwilla, Kent area. Um, I, I was robbed on on multiple occasions. Um, mm. The 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 gas station where I would go every day uh, next door, somebody literally was shot and killed. Um, one of the people, and I was just like, oh, it's just, I don't know if it's going to work for me. And then I went back to Seattle. Many years later, after I had a master's degree and uh, was able to afford to live there, and even then, I was making six-figure money, and, you know, I lived right uh, on Pine and Minor, and uh, my job was on Olive and Eighth, so I used to mm. walk, walk down there every day. I mean, it was, it was a great experience, but I was living in a studio apartment making six-figure money, and one day, I was just like, I'm working pretty hard living in a 400-square-foot apartment. Uh, I was just like, I don't think I'm going to be able to raise a family here so it's so i so matriculated from seattle uh but had had fantastic times there um just love the area love how it's blossomed you know i haven't been to seattle in quite some time uh since covid but i'm um, reading that they have the rail link that they're expanding the rail link which mm-hmm. is dope mm-hmm. um the rail lake was just in that phase of of growth um at the time so to see that they're expanding the rail link it goes to bellevue now yeah goes that's that's amazing um because i live right next to one of the stations so that's that's really nice um how are things going out in Seattle in general? How how is um, you know it's uh, I know that your family is relocated out there and and you 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 have your house and you're settled in and and how are things in Seattle and 
and just with Costco in general, I mean, how, how are things going? Now, you know, Seattle's just an interesting um, city. The diversity is Maybe definitely from different right. from, um, right. you know, living in Maryland, D.C., Virginia for so many years. Right. Um, but, you know, Seattle is doing well. You know, definitely uh, the new mayor in downtown Seattle has done a lot to try right. to um, rectify some of the homelessness down there. It's uh, tough. I had a lot of issues. I ran a lot of run-ins with, with homeless people. Um, time, um, so it's trying to thrive. You know, there's also been talks um, about getting another basketball team. So, you know, I, I thought think that, it's that was a, a done deal. You know, well, it's still, it's not now they're 100% call them the Sonics, done. So they're going to keep the Sonics uh, colors. I don't know what they're, I don't know what they're going to do, okay. but um, I do know Or does know that belong something. to the Oklahoma City Thunder? I mean, I, I know some teams like the does. Cleveland Browns, when they left Cleveland, you know, they changed their name to the Ravens and the city of Cleveland had kind of eminent domain over the name. Um, so when they got the expansion Sonics. team, they could. So, so is it, is, it the, is it the same issue with, with the Sonics? I have no idea, but I can okay. tell you, you know, they still have, like, so the, the rain has, like, pretty much the same logo that the Sonics did. They do. Just um, They do. So I can imagine. And I know one of the, you know, after Seattle got the hockey team. The Kraken. Uh, they the made Kraken. it to the semifinals. In the um, yeah. I know that some of the, the team ownership of the Kraken is uh, behind this trying to get the now they gonna play? Team. Are they going to play a key arena or – or are they going to build um, a new well, arena? You know, that, was the, the, that was the major issue so when I was there. That's what I don't know. So you know the Kraken play at Climate Pledge. So I don't know where that is. So Climate Pledge is right next to Seattle Center. So that's Key Arena. That's the same thing. Yeah, it used same to be thing. Key yeah, they, it's they climate. It. Yeah, okay. it's Climate Pledge. Everything is all sustainable. All right. Actually, Costco. We just had our international managers conference, and our closing event was at Climate Pledge. Oh, okay. All right. Um, arena. And it was. It was super nice. Um, but as far as Costco, Costco's doing great. You know, it's interesting in a time where uh, there's been a lot of layoffs in the yeah. DEI space. Yeah. Uh, we've actually have added to our team. So I have a business analytics. That's great. Uh, analyst. I was worried. I was going to text you and ask you. I didn't want to overstep <laughs> um, my boundaries. But no, you um. know, I, you know, Costco is a is um is a rhino company. So, right. you know, it's not a unicorn. It's not right. going to be first to market. Right. Um, but Costco is very steady. And right. so, you know, in, in 2020, the company did take a, a, a lot of criticism for not coming out and making definitive statements uh, po- post-George Floyd. Yep. And so people wanted, you know, Costco to say specific things. And, you know, the company took a little bit more of a thoughtful stance. And I think it's just now that employees are appreciating um, – the fact that, you know, the company was a lot more thoughtful. Um, and, and then conversely, you know, I hear from a lot of my peers who are chief diversity officers who are now feeling a lot of backlash from employees because they're, they came out very strong in 2020 saying that they were going to do certain things. And now, you know, it's three years later and they have to show the receipts for it. And they, you know, some have done okay and some have not done anything at all. Interesting. And so, um, so it's, you know, for us, we are, consistently working on diversity internally and externally. So, um, you know, I feel great. I mean, we launched a diversity dashboard in operations that launched in July, and uh, we've been doing uh, strategic uh, diversity and inclusion planning meetings all over the country. So, yeah, Costco is is, is moving ahead with uh, DEI. No, it's good stuff. Um, Allison Francis, Chief Diversity Officer for Costco. I'm going to cut to another break. And then I'm going to ask her some general questions uh, about DEI because I, I have a lot 
to say about that um, in, in the correlation within the healthcare space, which is my business. So we'll be back more than Lance Day Radio Network after these messages. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. James Lewis. I'm looking to build with individuals professionally and personally that mirror my grind, that have the same insatiable thirst for success that I have. That's what I align myself with. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. If you choose to, to align yourself with a bunch of goofballs that you went to high school or college with that you're still trying to impress, or superficially individuals that you think are popular because they get a lot of likes on the gram or they're attractive physically, if you choose to align yourself with that, that's a you problem. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. And Doug. What do we always say, son? Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance. They only pay for what you need. That's my boy. And you get out there and you make us proud, huh? Bye, Stay off the freeways. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. This is James Lewis, a.k.a. the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Healthcare Media, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street, host of the Lance Day Radio Network. Listen to me troll Tennessee Titans and Tennessee Volunteers fans every day this fall live on our Cashville affiliate WVOL, the Mighty 147, at 12 p.m. Monday through Fridays. That's during your lunch break. You're probably in line at Chick-fil-A right now getting an eight-count nuggets with Polynesian sauce. You could be listening to the Lance Day Radio Network, and if you can't listen live, you can always catch the podcast version on Lance Day Plus, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your streaming content.